Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live right here on the early line, it's a football Friday all across the Sports Grid Network. The first football Friday in 2024, the final football Friday of the 2023 NFL regular season. It is week number 18. We continue to preview everything you need to know around the National Football League this weekend. And to end out this third and final hour, Donnie, to end out this final football Friday of the 2023 regular season, it's our final pick six of the regular season all the bets you need to have entering week number 18 in the nfl yes it is we're going to get excited to break it all down one more final hour to make sure that people know exactly why they're betting games what the angles are for these games and also how you can make some money it should be fun and also keep in mind we yeah. don't have to wait till sunday for this to break out saturday double header fantastic stuff we'll be ready for here on the sports grid network Two more games on Saturday to kick off the end. It's week number 18, a doubleheader that starts in Baltimore between the Steelers and the Ravens and ends in Indianapolis between the Texans and the Colts. And then a full Sunday slate, one final time. 14 games with so many outcomes coming to a head at the same exact time. It's why Donnie Wrightside is going to be on the Spiz Grizz Network a ton over the next 48 hours. Pro football today on Saturday. Pro football today from Ocean in Atlantic City on Sunday. And then I think even a primetime special on yeah. Sunday night before the regular season comes to a close. Quickly, let's bring in the Sports Grid Radio audience for this football Friday on the early line. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now here. He's Donnie. I'm Ben. DRS, can you tell the people what the programming schedule is for the Pro Football Today crew throughout this weekend? Bright and early, 9 to 12 a.m. tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun to play out. We'll set up that weekend here for you. Get to look at those two football games. Then we go over to Sunday morning down at the Oceans Resort in Atlantic City. We'll have a good time there. That's 10 to 1 p.m. And then we're going to go back up to Bell Works there to do the night show to sort of recap how the day went and set the table for maybe the game of the year with the Buffalo Bills and also gotcha. fighting for their lives, the Miami Dolphins. But also, I believe I'm getting a phone call here to come up on Monday just to blast Florida State one more time before the football season is out in college football so now we're all over the place and i love it yep we'll be here very generous offer from you donnie but on behalf of the college football today crew we decline thank you very much we need you here monday morning to set the stage for the national championship and a full recap of the final weekend of the 2023 nfl regular season so entering week 18 we asked the public which nfc team do you want to see reach the playoffs donnie said hogwash none of these sorry a teams if you know what i'm saying but the packers have the easiest path for an nfc wildcard 
card spot. The Eagles have already clinched a playoff berth. The Rams have already clinched a playoff berth with a Green Bay victory over Chicago. The Packers are into the NFC postseason. They can either be the sixth or the seventh seed. Everybody else in our fade the public poll, Seattle, New Orleans, Minnesota, all need some help come Sunday. So we asked the public, of these four teams, who do you want to see in the NFC postseason? 48% Donnie going with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it makes some sense here because Green Bay probably has the best chance to advance a round there. The Seattle Seahawks are something to be said. If they were healthy, they probably have the most talented offense of this crew that we're dealing with here of these four teams. But I would have actually liked to see the poll. Let's just say if you knew the Vikings were going to come in last place here, right? 8%. You remove the Vikings and you put none of these teams, I think it would have might have been a yeah. runaway victory here for that. But <laughs> since we have to do, like, again, the, the preface of the question is interesting. Like, if you're a come Packers on. fan, yeah, Seahawks, Vikings, or, or Saints, yes, you're fighting that way. But just for the general fan, it's like, who do you want to see in these playoffs? And it's like, these four teams? Probably nobody at this point right now. Because I don't know what we're actually playing for at this point. But I get the point. And the Saints for me, again, personal for me and Ben, you're trying to get a little bit of cash yeah. back. But at the same time, is if, if if something happened where the playoffs ended, where it's like, hey, you know what? The building's not available in Green Bay, so none of these teams can make the playoffs. Like, all right, cool, let's keep it moving. Right. Let's keep it rolling. This this is me rotating the rotisserie because John Shames mm -hmm. on the skewer right now, Donnie yeah. right side, putting him out to pasture for this fade, the public poll. I chose the Saints because both Donnie and I have a Saints to win the yes. NFC South ticket from way back yeah. in the preseason. My price plus 135, Donnie. What was your number? No, I have a part. Here, here's the interesting thing. I had two different okay. parlays here, which again, the Philadelphia Eagles blew yeah. that one up to win the division. So it's Sorry. like 50 bucks to win like 1300 bucks. So thank you, Philadelphia Eagles, even though it might not come home with the Saints. But I also have two parlays here that the Saints are involved with just to make the playoffs, which again includes the Philadelphia Eagles who are already in the playoffs. So I'll make a little bit of money. Yeah. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but still, I'm not rooting against the Saints at this point. So I lose money. So that's where my Saints vote went. But I had a couple really nice ones set up where it could have been a fun weekend where maybe you can even hedge out of it but you can't do it why because yeah. the eagles already can't win that division technically here because they're not going to win that division philly plus 750 to win the nfc east the cowboys nice. minus 1350 and a 13 and a half point favorite needing just one outright victory against the commanders on sunday to claim the nfc east and the number two overall seed in the nfc the saints need help like in their regular season finale against atlanta new orleans needs to win at home booked as a three-point favorite and then needs tampa to lose on the road the buccaneers booked as a four and a half point favorite in carolina a bucks win and they claim the NFC South for a second straight season. Donnie, the price right now for Tampa to do that, minus 235 for the Saints, it's plus 350. Now, there was some chatter around the CFT, the College Football Today crew, when we were together on New Year's Day, that a certain member of Pro Football Today was telling another different member of Pro Football Today, and Donnie wasn't there, that he ruined his favorite team. That was Kevin Walsh telling Joe Lisi he ruined the Philadelphia Eagles. Does Donnie Wrightside back up that argument? Well, I don't see what's the context behind it. Like, how would I have ruined the Philadelphia Eagles? Not like no, I was not just you. betting them blindly all along. Oh, so it was Joe Lee. Oh, no. the Joe Lisi's favorite team? Or Kevin Lisi, ruined them. No, no Lisi ruined the Eagles. Kevin was uh, mad at Joe for ruining the Eagles because I believe oh, yeah. his best bet yes. on PFT yes. last Sunday was the Eagles minus 12 and a half or something of the sort against Arizona. 
Now, now, there is some backtracking to this, too, because you're right. He had to hammer the smash, and it looked like it was a great victory here where they crashed and landed there. But if you go back a couple weeks, you could actually say this was the start of the downfall. Joe Lisi on Pro Football Today's best bet was an alt-Philadelphia Eagles line as a favorite against the 49ers here, and they got smashed in that game. Oh. So maybe we should have seen it coming here where Joe Lisi was riding the Eagles into the ditch as the season went. Oh. And maybe he did it as a bit because Kevin and I like the Eagles. We'll have to get to the bottom of that. Now, tomorrow, we got three yeah. hours to do two games, maybe a full segment or two on what the hell, Lisi, why did you do that to us? I think that would be great content. I think it would be very worth your time on Pro Football Today. It is Saturday edition, 9 to noon. The game doesn't start till 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Did Donnie make that run. I think we're going to run it back to back to back to back to back tomorrow until we do get to the game. That would make more sense. (laughs) We continue our Week 18 previews up next here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, we're having a good time on this first football Friday of the 2024 calendar year. The final football Friday of the 2023 NFL regular season. It is week number 18. Now, Donnie, as we enter this 16-game full slate across two days, two on Saturday, 14 on Sunday to end out the regular season, only three games either have no teams in the playoff chase or a playoff team that is not really in the mix come this Sunday. There is motivation across the league in a couple of the spots. There's really not all that much, including in a matchup between Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz in Santa Clara on Sunday afternoon. The Niners have already clinched the number one overall seed in the NFC. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, so on and so forth. They will get an extra weekend of rest before their bye week to start off the postseason. Now, the 
Rams have earned their playoff berth and can be the six or the seven seed. And according to Sean McVay, it doesn't really matter. They'll still be on the road the opening wild card weekend of the NFL postseason. So because of that, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, Aaron Donald, etc., get the weekend off. Carson Wentz makes his first start in more than a calendar year. The first in a Rams uniform. The Rams, a four-point road underdog in Santa Clara. I shared earlier in the week, Donnie, this line stood out to me. I could not understand it. Bet the Rams as a three-point field goal underdog in Santa Clara, thinking they would want to be the sixth seed as opposed to the seventh seed to go on the road to Detroit as opposed to going to Dallas. Certainly after I bet the Rams plus three about an hour later, Carson Wentz was named the starter. So what do I know, Donnie? What do you know about this NFC West rivalry to end out the regular season? Well, at least we know Sean McVay is playing the right ball game here by saying, what is the difference between six and seven? There's no difference here. Let's take a bye week. We've got a veteran squad. See if we can do some damage on the road. But also in this, you take a look at this total, Ben. Open up at FanDuel, 44 and a half. We're now seeing 41 and a half. Other outlets reporting a 41 even. You take a look at that side, four-point favorite here. You're basically in a preseason game, and one team is at home, and the other team isn't, right? That's the feel of this. But at the same time, are we getting a discount on this total? Now, as you said, and appropriately so, like there's a lot of big guns in this football game that aren't going to be playing but hear me out from the opposite side if you are the Rams and or Carson Wentz there's a reason he's getting this start in this football game and there's not like an undrafted free agent just to get through this you actually see what you want to have in Carson Wentz is he a viable backup how does this look for next year and also from a Carson Wentz camp standpoint you love this hey look if I play well here I might get some looks around the league I think they're gonna have a serious game plan together now let's flip it on the opposite side here for San Francisco. Again, this isn't an undrafted rookie free agent that you just want to get through the game yeah. with. This is Sam Darnold. And the reason why you want to have an active game plan for him is what happens if you saw last year you have a quarterback in an NFC championship game get knocked down. Sam Darnold's a much better alternative than what you had last year, but you still want him in game shape by saying, hey, you know what? Let's go through this week seriously. I'm going to put a game plan together. I want to see you spin it out there, even though you're not going to have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Let's get you in rhythm here. Let's throw 35 times in this game just in case I need you for the playoffs. So I actually think we might get a discounted price on a game total that's going to come around 40 on game Mm. time. I think we have two good offenses get after it, not because of the players, because I want to see what we have in Darnold and what we have in Wentz. The prop's not available for this game just yet, but we'll talk yeah. about it in yeah. our pick six, specifically focusing on the rookie wideout Puka Nakua for the Rams. With an L.A. win, if they pull off the upset, they would clinch the number six seed in the NFC postseason. If the odds go chalk, the Rams lose here. The Packers need a win over the Bears to claim a playoff spot in the NFC. Green Bay beat a Brett Rippon-led L.A. Rams team earlier this year, the first Sunday of November. Green Bay would vault L.A. LA, they would be the sixth seed. The Rams would be that seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC. The Cleveland Browns are firmly in the number five seed, the top wild card spot in the AFC. So Joe Flacco gets a weekend weekend to rest up. Good for the 38-year-old quarterback, the fourth used this year by the Browns. Because of that, they're a seven-point road underdog in Cincinnati against the Bengals. I have no idea what to make of this game. Donnie, what say you? 
It's an under. It's a, it's a stone cold under for me because you're taking a look yeah. at a Cincinnati team, understanding like, hey, let's let Jake Browning spin. It's not the worst thing in the world if they lose this game for you know positioning in the draft. I don't think that's going to be the case. I do think Cincinnati wins, but also from a Cleveland perspective, you're not game planning in this game. You just don't want to have any injuries to even any backups at this point. It's straightforward. You're probably going to have a mobile quarterback in the game, pick up some first downs. We're not going to throw it a lot. Our only goal is to see zeros on this clock and move forward to next yeah. week once we're in the playoffs. So I'm going to look at an under in this game. It's almost in the direct opposite, as I just told you about that Ram-San Francisco game. I think there's valid points yeah. on both sides to let those quarterbacks spin it. In this game, what's the point? Which usually means to a boring under. Yeah, completely agree. Under 37 and a half. That was going to be my under in the pick six. I went elsewhere. Again, the Browns firmly locked into the five seed. The Chiefs firmly locked into the number three seed in the AFC postseason. Kansas City will host at least one playoff game come playoff time. This week, though, doesn't really matter in Los Angeles against the Chargers. The Chiefs, a three and a half point underdog. Patrick Mahomes on the bench. Many of the other starters will be with him. Blaine Gabbert. Yes, Blaine Gabbert will make his first NFL start since 2018 when he was a member of the Tennessee Titans. Donnie, rarefied air for KC. The Chiefs have only been an underdog three times in the last three NFL campaigns. Yeah, you know what? Again, the Chiefs don't have anything to play for. They're taking a bye with just about all their starters. But who is actually going to be available for the Chargers? And how amped up are we? What, we're going to play for our coach? Hey, maybe Giff can get the job next year. He's not getting the job there. This is basically a one and done for this team. Sure, they're going to let Stick throw it all over the lot. I'll take the three and a half points with yeah. the Chiefs here. At least Gabbert's a viable backup option that started for games sure. in the NFL. I'll take the three and a half. Yeah, for sure. I would do the same, by the way. The Chiefs 2-1 and one outright as an underdog in those three games since 2021. Now, two games on the slate this weekend, Donnie, where both teams have already been eliminated from postseason contention. But that doesn't mean motivation does not factor into the handicap. First, we start with the regular season finale in Las Vegas. The Raiders, a two-and-a-half point home favorite against the Denver Broncos, the over-under 37-and-a-half. One final audition for Antonio Pierce to maybe just maybe convince Mark Davis he should not be the interim head coach in the desert any longer. He should be the permanent head man for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's an interesting one because for a game that doesn't have really any meaning to it, it seems like it has a lot of meaning on both sides because yeah. you are looking at the Las Vegas team saying, hey, if we have a very good effort against our hated division rival, our head coach is going to get a job. And if we're players in the locker room, we actually like this head coach. We want to keep him around. But on the opposite side, it's Sean Payton referendum time on, you know, did I make the right move here at quarterback? So you know Sean Payton typically yeah. will come into this game and say, well, I don't want to give away anything. Picks They don't have any picks anyway to even play for at this point other than I told you it was the right decision to bench Russell Wilson it was strictly football and it wasn't financial when we know that's not the truth he's going to try to get his team to play because he needs that heading into the offseason the way this team has gone this is an interesting one it really is I think you're gonna get the best of both sides here in a game that shouldn't matter at all anyway shape or form Denver did win and cover as a slight home favorite last week against the Chargers in Jared Stidham's yeah. first start in the Mile High City. I'll have a pick on that game in our pick six. The other game, Donnie, that has no playoff significance this weekend, neither team in postseason contention, both eliminated the Jets and the Patriots in Foxborough. It's a one-and-a-half point spread in favor of the Pats, one of the lowest totals we have seen in the NFL in the last 25 years at 30-and-a-half. 
half. Donnie, I have notes for every game, all 16 in the week 18 NFL slate. My note for this one is who cares? Snow in the forecast. Two teams that do not care. I can't wait to see the offensive makeup of this football game and who is actually going to be playing in it. The thing that's going to get most of the attention is to the post-game press conference. If Bill Belichick says, I'm on to my new city. That's it. Yep. And maybe where the Patriots could draft top five new quarterback to take over the reins we shall see the jets outright by the way around the association hardwood handicaps next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A small break from a football Friday. Before we get to our week 18 pick six, it's a big night around the association and in college basketball. A marquee matchup inside one of the most storied venues in the Big Ten. It's Mackey Arena in West Lafayette. It's a top 10 tilt between the number one team in all the land, the Purdue Boilermakers, taking on number nine, Illinois. But it's a 10 and a half point spread for this top 10 in favor of the Boilermakers. What does that tell you, Donnie Wrightside, about how this game will play out tonight in Mackey? Look, I think we're going to get points in this game. I really do. And I like still that Illinois offensive output. We talk about not having one of your better players. Doesn't seem to be missing a beat on the offensive end. I think that plays in tonight. But you could also argue, Donnie, what do you mean here? Just taking a look at some of those Ken Palm statistics. Adjusted efficiency on defense for Purdue. Top 10 for Illinois. Top 20 here. So you say, oh, well, we're going to get some really good defense. Which, yes, could be the case. But you know what? Some of those metrics I tend to look at. And again, Illinois in the paint, Ben. How about this? top two in the country at defending inside of the arc where you're going to get some real heat there from that Purdue offense down low that also stars one of the best big men in college basketball the efficiency should be there but you know where this game boils down to it Purdue on defense Ben 288th in the country at forcing turnovers flip it over to Illinois 344th in the nation at forcing turnovers what does that mean every single possession up court you're probably going to get a clean look at a shot and you're not going to have wasted possessions here with some really really good pressure defense I love that look here so if I'm taking a look and typically as I said again both of these teams play good defense but that doesn't mean we can't get good shots because also have a Purdue's offense number two in the country in adjusted efficiency and Illinois top 10 in the country here I'm looking for offense tonight at Mackey 
Yeah, Purdue right now, Donnie, the number one team in the country. One loss this year against Northwestern. We'll talk about the Cats and how that pertains to the land of Lincoln and Illinois in just a moment. But since the loss to Northwestern on the first Friday of December, Purdue has won six straight games, including wins over Alabama and a first loss of the year handed to Arizona. In that six-game win streak, the Boilers have covered in five of the six. The only time not, they were booked as a 29.5-point favorite. They won by 27. The Boilers coming off a 14-point road win in College Park earlier this week against Maryland. They were booked as a 6.5-point favorite, easily covered that spread. The reason the line is 10.5, again, is because of the absence of Terrence Shannon Jr., suspended by this Illinois basketball program after rape allegations came through and Terrence Shannon uh, um, turned himself in to those allegations and was arrested in Lawrence, Kansas. He has not been out there for the last two games for the Illini, but they have won each of their last two without Shannon Jr. by nearly 30 points, including earlier this week against Northwestern in Champaign inside the State Farm Center. It was Marcus Demask, the big transfer from Southern Illinois for this Illinois team. He put up 32 points for the Illini. A tough task for both Coleman Hawkins and Dane Danger in terms of containing Zach Eady tonight. As we look at both of these teams, the forecast optimistic, not just tonight between Purdue and Illinois, but beyond. Of course, the Boilermakers, the number one team in the country, greater than a $2 favorite to win the Big Ten. They have the best price to win a national championship at 8-1. to one. Illinois longer, but I do believe they will be an NCAA tournament team, Donnie, probably somewhere around the 5 or, or 4 or 5 seed line that can make some noise come March. Yeah, this is the times that we get excited about here. Light competition first, light competition. It'd be monstrous if Illinois can go on the road and knock off Purdue in this game. We don't know if that's going to be the case because why? Nods makers have this listed at about a double-digit favorite. But again, just getting back to you down one of your top players, not missing a beat on offense. I think we get a pretty clean game across the board. Looking yeah. forward to a fluent offensive performance on both of these teams to take down that total. But this will be a good measuring stick game for Illinois. You hang around in any way, shape, or form, which means you lose by five or six or less. You might be able to take yeah. that away and say, okay, even though we're down our best player, we're still going to compete in the Big Ten. Three top 10 teams in action on this Friday. One versus nine in Mackey between Purdue and Illinois. Number four, UConn on the road in Hinkle against the Butler Bulldogs. UConn booked as a five and a half point favorite. The Huskies, the fourth best price to win a national championship at 15 to one. UConn in Big East play, not necessarily the Huskies in non-conference play, but Butler so far 0-2 in Big East action, not covering as an underdog in both a five Five and a half point number for the Bulldogs tonight as the dog against the Connecticut Huskies. Now around the association, we go on this Friday. The Clippers have won four straight games. They will take that win streak on the road tonight to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. As close as you can pretty much get on that money line, it was minus 112 overnight in favor of the Clips. Now minus 110, minus 108 on the other side for the Pelicans. The over-under now stands at 231. That total on the rise. We're expecting some offense tonight in the Big Easy. Yes, we are 231, and as we take a look at that last game that the Clippers played, Harden, George, and Leonard rising to the occasion. We're not on a back-to-back, -back, so what were you expecting tonight? Leonard, George, and Harden to be in this ballgame. But you know what? I doubted the Pelicans here. Remember them on that back-to-back? So I don't really know if they're going to perform or Zion might sit this one out. He didn't sit that one out. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Pelicans as slight dogs at home to pull up this victory, and also mm. I do like points over the 231 as well.
you might want to look at those straight up trends and New Orleans has been a great underdog this year nine and six straight up when booked as an underdog the very slight home underdog tonight in the Big Easy against the Clippers of course LA has won four straight games they have covered in four straight the Clips have won 13 of their last 15 games they have been very very good now entering 2024 an interesting quirk that I found around the Pels Donnie in their last 11 games they have alternated going over and under in their last 11 the last game for the Pelicans earlier this week they did go over just something to keep in mind for that total on the rise at 231 the Clippers won four straight and with that fourth consecutive victory did snap a four game win streak for the Phoenix Suns the Suns back at home tonight as a four point home favorite against the Miami Heat the Heat have stayed out on the west coast they beat the Lakers earlier this week winning outright as a six-point underdog. They're a four-point dog tonight in the desert. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Phoenix Suns. Why? Hey, look at that starting lineup, Ben, for the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Grayson Allen, Kevin Durant, Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, my goodness. Could this possibly be? Now, again, as we like to say, we are on the East Coast. It's about 1030 in the morning as we break this game down. Don't be surprised if one of those guys. This is supposed to be their starting lineup from day number one, and we're going to get a look at that tonight. Now, also, what about the Miami Heat coming fresh off that victory against the Lakers? Looking good. Still anticipated to be without Jimmy Butler in the lineup tonight. But I'm going to go with the Phoenix Phoenix Suns. When I finally get to see them full gas, which is a very few opportunities here that we've seen, I'll take them here. They win by five or more tonight for me. 8, 15, and 1 against the number as the favored side. That is what Phoenix is. Of course, it was not a great start to the month of December. Just 3-8 and eight, won their final three games of 2023, won their first game of 2024 before losing to the Clippers by nine points earlier this week. 5-18 or 8-15-1, excuse me, against the number for Phoenix this year as that favored side against the Miami team that as an underdog is 8-7 and seven against the spread. Seven of those eight covers an outright victory. Kevin Durant does not have a points prop listed currently on the FanDuel Sportsbook, but as Donnie just sa- shared, expected to play. I believe this would be game two or game three with all of the new big three in the Valley. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal in action at the same time. Here's a really good favorite side this year. The Philadelphia 76ers laying six at home tonight against the New York Knicks. The 76ers as a favorite, 16-5 and five against the spread. Now a six-point favorite against New York. The over-under, 231.5. And, and if you start a breakdown with the Philadelphia 76ers, of course, you must look at the points prior for one Joel Embiid 34 and a half is his number he had a 31 point triple double in his return for the Sixers earlier this week the OG in the lineup tonight here for the New York Knicks we'll see how that plays into it but again if we're riding the hot hand we know Joel Embiid's hot hand all season long as he is the favorite currently right now to win the MVP I think that continues tonight and we get points but also my guy that I always taken a look at for the past couple years for the Knicks it's Julius Randle talked about him last game entering in going up against Chicago did I think they would win that game yes but I thought Randle would have a big game take a look at his last four games Ben 38 28 39 and 35 that's not tonight shot attempts for Julius Randle last four games 25 22 24 and 23 a certified Mm -hmm. gunner there I'm gonna go over props for Julius Randle's points and over for Joel Embiid on his points as well I think these two superstars shine tonight in a very competitive game 
six, nine, and two against the spread. The Knickerbockers as an underdog, not great when they're not expected to win games. JY was here, James Young, our coach yesterday, wanted to make this point. The way the Knicks are orchestrating their offense now with Jalen Brunson at the point, his assist props are on the rise. He had 13 for the Knicks just a few nights ago. It's eight and a half where the over still is plus money at plus 116. After the heroics last night in San Francisco, Nikola Jokic, the buzzer beater three to knock off the dubs Denver back at home on this Friday night second leg of a back-to-back changing venue nine and a half point favorite against the Orlando Magic Orlando's been a good underdog this year 14 and 8 against the spread feels like a lofty spread with nearly double digit points in favor of the Nugs Yep, just keeping it simple. A team that's hanging around this year in the Orlando Magic. You don't even need to win this ball game. You just got to stay relatively close, somewhere within double digits. I'll take the Orlando Magic in this game after that tough, hard-fought overtime victory on the road for Denver as I return back to elevation. The Nuggets 15, 17, and 1 against the spread, booked as the favored side. They have been a favorite in all but three games this year. The Nugs will already play their 37th game of the NBA season in 2023-24 tonight. We're near the midway point of this year in the association, but it's the regular season finale in the NFL. Our final pick six of the regular season, week 18, next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For one final time in this 2023 NFL regular season, it's our week 18 pick six. He is Donnie Wright's side. I am Ben Stevens. All the picks and bets you need to know for this final weekend of the NFL regular season. That takes into account motivation, trying to quantify that for the handicaps and what all the playoff clinching scenarios are out there and available and maybe some player individual incentives this final weekend of the regular season as well. A reminder, the pick six is this. It is our favorite touchdown score of the weekend to start. A money line underdog that is going to keep the game close and maybe even win outright. Our favorite under of the weekend. Our favorite alternate line with a little bit of plus money to entice you of week number 18. A player yardage prop that we like and then we combine forces for a six-point two-leg teaser two games on saturday 14 on a full week 18 nfl sunday slate to end things out donnie right side 
Please begin the end. What is your favorite touchdown scorer of week 18? Good old Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings coming out at a plus money place at plus 105, taking on the Detroit Lions, who obviously are susceptible to the passing game. But once you got that word that our good buddy Nick Mullins was coming back into the fold, you know good things and bad things are going to happen to the Minnesota offense, which means he'll throw for north of 300 yards this weekend. He'll throw multiple touchdown passes, but probably throw more interceptions than actually touchdown passes. But as long as he throws one, that guy that's going to catch it, Justin Jefferson on the outside. Even though the Minnesota Vikings, again, on the outside looking into the playoffs with a long shot-based chance to make it in, yeah. I think Justin Jefferson goes out in style and gets at least one touchdown catch this weekend from my guy Nick Mullins. I'll take the plus 105 price. The Vikings would need a ton of help. They would need to win. Yeah. They would need the Packers to lose, the Seahawks to lose, and the Saints to lose as well to see the postseason. But they're probably going to give it a go. They're going to be airing it out. That is an interesting game. The Vikings against the Lions because Detroit has already clinched the NFC North. They will host a playoff game in the Motor City inside Ford Field next week for the first time since January of 1994 before I was even born three decades ago. But the Lions are still technically alive for the number two seed. They just played before the Dallas Cowboys, who were booked as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Commanders. The Cowboys just need to win outright against Washington to wrap up the NFC East in that number two overall seed in the NFC. And for a guy as aggressive as he is with the analytics, Dan Campbell, you would believe there are people probably in the building in Detroit, Donnie, telling Dan Campbell, hey, the Commanders are a 13-and-a-half-point underdog. Dallas's win probability estimates to 83.2% or whatever it ends up being. Are the Lions going to give it a full go? I think they will for just a little bit. And I think Sam Laporta finds the end zone. Plus 145, the rookie tight end out of Iowa that leads all NFL tight ends and is top five in receiving touchdowns this year with nine. So good in his rookie campaign that both of the NFC tight ends hail from the Iowa Hawkeye football program. George Kittle of San Francisco, Sam Laporta of Detroit. Was this just really a way for me to share that Iowa remains tight end university? Maybe because Josh Allen minus 125 is actually my favorite anytime TD prop of the weekend. Money line underdog time for week number 18 where this is an interesting week, Donnie, because you have that motivational aspect that is hard to quantify or add into the handicap, but is on full display in the regular season finale. Which underdog do you think pulls off the outright upset? Look, if the Eagles go full gas this weekend, they should blast the Giants. They're just a better team, even if the Eagles aren't playing well. The Giants just can't stack up, you know, man-to-man -man with the Philadelphia Eagles. But this bet is based on, I don't think Nick Sirianni is as dumb as what we've tried to play this out over the final, final weeks here. Because why? I think he's a solid coach. But again, the same moniker that I used multiple times over the past two weeks here. Don't lose the war to win a battle. It's very important. It's a National League football game. Whenever there's a game, we're going to play to win. Stop the nonsense coach speak. Behind the scenes, this should be, let's not force our hand in this game. Let's not get injured before we get to the playoffs. We have a unique advantage here that we can get some rest where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't have that. We can have a major advantage, and the goal to the season is not to beat the Giants in Week 18 
team because it feels good. It's to win multiple playoff games and try to get back to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to take the Giants plus 230 here because this isn't a home game for the Eagles. It's a road game, which means you can't tell your stadium, don't show the out-of-town scoreboard because I want my players focused. The Giants might as well have the Dallas Cowboys score about there along with their own score in this football game to show yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles they shouldn't be playing their starters all the way through. So let's just say the Eagles play the first half with their starters and the Dallas Cowboys are up 14 points in the second half. If Nick Sirianni is dumb enough to have Jalen Hurts out there running quarterback sneaks and draws late into the third quarter, they deserve what they get here. I'm taking the Giants plus 230. Why? Because the Philadelphia Eagles should not care what the outcome of this game is, and the Giants do. That sounds like a Philly fan that has been spurned by his favorite team, not only to put them in a good position in the playoffs, but out of some profitable wagers as well. The Eagles had everything in front of them to win the NFC East for a second consecutive year and get rid of the curse of the repeat NFC East champion. More than likely, if Dallas just wins outright as a two-touchdown favorite against the Commanders, we will not see the same back-to-back -back champion in the NFC East once again. That hasn't happened since 2004. Speaking of divisions, speaking of rivalries, it is very simple for the Green Bay Packers on Sunday at Lambeau if the pack wins they are in to the NFC playoffs standing in their way at Lambeau Field Green Bay is booked as a three-point favorite against the Chicago Bears now the Bears have already been eliminated from postseason contention Green Bay has everything to play for but these two teams hate each other Green Bay has won nine straight games the Packers have won 14 of the last 15 against Chicago but the Bears are playing good football to end out this year winners of five of their last Seven. This is about pride of a franchise. This is about entering the offseason optimistically. And for two individuals, Matt Eberflus, the head coach, and Justin Fields, the quarterback, it is proven territory on Sunday. The Bears outright in Lambeau mm. to spoil the Packers' playoff hopes for a second consecutive year. Yes, I also do have Chicago over their preseason win total of seven and a half with a profit boost from the lovely FanDuel Sportsbook back in the preseason. There you go. I like it. Filling in there nicely. And also those Chicago Bears fighting towards the end of the season, which shows they haven't given up on the locker room. And also, as we talked about earlier, yeah. it's a massive game for Justin Fields. It really might tip the balance. Like if Justin Fields goes out and lays an egg in this game, they're probably like, ah, oh, you know what? We gave it a shot here. It didn't work out. And that's not the way it should be. You have a ton of game tape. It shouldn't be one game, but sometimes it feels like, Ben, what's the last thing I saw on my TV here? Justin Fields throwing three touchdown passes in an effort to upset the Green Bay Packers or Justin Fields throwing three interceptions like yeah he can't be our franchise guy they'll be fighting in that football game for sure no doubt about it favorite under of the weekend is what Donnie right side yeah, I'm going to keep this simple here. There's, there's no need to ramble. My ribs hurt. That's Baker Mayfield, right? And let's go to the other side. My quarterback is hurt because he stinks. He's not actually hurt. He just stinks right now. That game's going under. How about that? I like the handicap there. I'm sure Kevin Walsh would absolutely love that handicap for all the breakdowns that you have. My handicap is also a game in the AFC South. It's the Jaguars and the Titans. 
market working a little bit up 39 and a half most of the week for the early line now 40 and a half I still think it stays under here's why obviously quarterback concerns on both sides who's going to start for the Titans who's going to start for Jacksonville I think if Trevor Lawrence is 80 percent healthy the guy that has only now missed one career start in his NFL career I think is out there on Sunday but I'm not so concerned about the quarterback it's Jacksonville's defense and what they can do in a game they must win to claim the AFC South for a second consecutive season the Jags have gone under in three straight the Titans have gone under in three straight it's a big step up spot for Jacksonville defensively to limit everything Tennessee is going to do Jacksonville Tennessee under 40 and a half in Nashville on Sunday alternate line not an under but an over from DRS yeah, let's go over Vikings lines 49 and a half because I'll play into it. If my coach is dumb enough to play the starters, which I think Dan Campbell is dumb enough to do that because he showed he was dumb enough in his last game to go for a two-point conversion from the seven-yard line and probably cost his team a victory in that football game and also the number two overall seed. So why not? You know what he's probably going to do in this game too? Have three or four ridiculous plays that he saved up all season long. He's like, hey, we got to use him up in week 18. Oh, no, no, Dan. You're actually going to the playoffs, something I know you're not used to doing with the Detroit Lions and Detroit as a franchise. You might have saved them here, which means this game could go over 49 and a half and get into the 50s because the one thing I love is boom or bust. That's Nick Mullins. 300-plus yards, multiple interceptions, multiple touchdown passes. This game's in a dome. I believe we're going over the total, way over the total. So we'll alt that up and take that plus money at plus 142. I go alt-line for the Las Vegas Raiders. Booked as a two-and-a-half-point home favorite in their regular season finale against the Broncos. Donnie, it's one of two spots on the entire 16-game NFL slate here in week number 18 where both teams have already been eliminated from postseason consideration. But that doesn't mean there's not motivation for the Raiders. You think there's motivation on both sides? I'm not so sure about Denver. I know for damn sure it's there for Las Vegas. Everybody in the locker room wants Antonio Pierce to be named the permanent head coach of this Raiders franchise. Devontae Adams spoke about it just a few days ago. And under Antonio Pierce, this Raiders team has found their grit again. Four and four straight up. Six, one and one against the spread. Alt-line Raiders from a two and a half point spread to six and a half at plus 164 the Raiders win by at least a touchdown over the Denver Broncos for one final time in the 2023 campaign the autumn wind is a Raider now our favorite yardage prop of the weekend is what for you Donnie yeah, most of the time you're going like top-level, top-shelf stuff, but I'm going to shop bargain basement here. Khalil Shakir, why not go with this weekend's action here with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins? You take a look at Jalen Ramsey, the all-pro cornerback here for the Miami Dolphins. He's going to be shadow boxing over there with Stephon Diggs, which leaves everybody else open. I thought long and hard on this one, Ben, to say, you know what, did I want to go Gabe Davis? Way too inconsistent. Back-to-back performances by Shakir here, which easily cleared that 24-and-a-half number. There's going to be some room to throw with not a big pass rush coming from Miami. Shakir is going to benefit. Get me 25 yards. We cash this ticket. I look at Puka Nakua. History on the line for the LA Rams on Sunday in Santa Clara, despite Carson Wentz getting the start. Puka Nakua has 1,445 receiving yards this year. He needs just 29 to set a new rookie wide receiver in terms of yardage record in the National Football League. Bill Groman with 1473 back in 1960 still holds the record. No receiving yards prop out just yet. And believe me, it's not going to be 28 and a half for Nakua 
but I still think Carson Wentz feeds him the football in audition of his own in Los Angeles all day long on Sunday against San Francisco. Let's combine for our two-leg six-point teaser. I like the Ravens tomorrow to start off week number 18. Baltimore plus 10. Games between the Ravens and the Steelers are just competitive. All seven of their most recent meetings have been decided by a touchdown or less. And I'll take the Broncos getting eight and a half. So it looks oh, like we're going to try to thread see. the needle with one of your players over ah. here. So win by a touchdown, everybody rounds and centers in. But I think the Broncos will be able to keep it close this game. Again, as I said, Sean Payton oh. probably thinking this is the biggest game of the season to ride off in the offseason and ensure sure he gets his quarterback next year. Ugly scene. Somebody's got to check the rundown earlier. A best bet on this Friday up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A best bet on this Friday to send you into your weekend live right here on the early line all across the Sports Grid Network. We close out our three hours together, our week together here across the Sports Grid Network. I'm Ben, he's Donnie, but just because we go for the weekend, well, Donnie doesn't really so much. You'll see him Saturday and twice on Sunday. The Sports Grid app never leaves. Available for download at both the Apple and the Play Store. Scan that QR code right there live on your screen. Included in the Spiz Grizz app is five-star plays. Those are known as best bets. So are these. Before we say farewell for the weekend and goodbye, it is time for Bye Bye Bye. What does Donnie Wright side like on this Friday entering a weekend? Forcing the football to my best wide receiver who I want to keep happy and hopefully will resign with my franchise. Where am I going? Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson. I already told you, Ben. I like him to get in the end zone this weekend, but even more importantly, you see how Mike Evans is a product of I need to get my thousand every year and I get mine. Well, Justin hey. Jefferson's only been in the NFL for three years. Year number four. You know, it would be nice for him to hit that thousand yard mark. He's 118 yards short of doing that in a football game with Nick Mullins at the quarterback that got his 
his marching orders. I believe last time he was with Nick Mullins, almost about 150 yards worth of passes. Yeah. So if we line it up for Justin Jefferson this game, coming in around 87 and a half yards. So even if he falls short, it's not going to be for trying. I love Justin Jefferson for his reception yards prop this week. Just make sure you take it under 90, get that value. Before we get to week 18, two games tomorrow on Saturday, a full 14 on Sunday. How about a top 10 tilt in Big Ten basketball on this Friday night in one of the most hallowed grounds in all of the sport inside Mackey Arena. It's number one, Purdue. It's number nine, Illinois. It is such a strong Boilermakers line. I have to agree. Purdue minus 10 and a half is the best bet. But keep an eye on Marcus Demesk. He is the player for Illinois that has stepped up in the absence of Terrence Shannon Jr. His points prop tonight for Demask is 14 and a half. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday live at 8 a.m. Eastern here on the early line. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.